Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Avram Shur. Mesechas Ksubis has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Shlomo Naiman, Lila Nishmats of Yaakov ben Matasio Zatzal and Chayabas Pesach. Ksubis Taf Yud Zayin. The Brisa beginning on Daf Tezayin Rebbeis says, Tanurah Bonin, Ketzad Meraktin Lufneha Kala, Beishami Oimrim Kala Kemois Shehi. The Tana wants to know what is it that you say when you dance in front of the Kala? And Beishami say that you have to be honest. You're Mekal Sinoisa, you praise her according to whatever positive attributes she may have. Now, the Lashen Ketzad Meraktin Lifneha Kala makes it sound like the Iker Mitzvah is to be Misamech the Kala. However, the Lashen of the Gemara in Brachis, Davav Mebez, is called Hanena Misudas Chasan Ve'enoi Misamchoi, which sounds like the Iker Mitzvah is to be Misamech the Chasan. And this is something that Rabbochanan points out over here in the Kovitz Shiurim. And Rabuchanan adds that it makes a lot of sense to say that the mitzvah is to misameach, the chassan, because the one who is mitzvah in Puru Uruvu is the chassan, not the kala. And Isha is not mitzvah in the mitzvah of Puru Uruvu. So why is it that over here we say, Ketzam Raktim Lifnei Hakala? So Rabuchanan answers based on the Lushan of Rashi over here, in the Tazayin or Bez of the bottom. Rashi says, Ketzam Raktim Ma Oimrim Lufaneha. What do you say in front of her? The Lushan Lufaneha. Rabbi Hanan understands to mean that you don't say it to the Kala because you're not here to misamech the Kala. You're here to be misamech the Chassan. You say in front of the Kala things that are divrei shvach about the Kala so that you could be misamech with those words, the Chassan. And the idea is that a person gets a Mekach, you mishabech the Mekach in front of the Bala Mekach. That's why the Gemara later on says the Lashon of Mishalakach, Mekach, Menashuk, etc. However, the Lashon of the Shulchan Aruch in Ebene Ezer Simen Samach Sif Aleph is Mitzvah L'Sameach Chasan V'Kala Ularaki L'Fneim V'Loi Meshihinoa V'Chasuda which is mashba that the Mitzvah is to be M'Sameach both the Chasan and the Kala. Now the Brisa brings down Amr Lahen Beishamay L'Beis Hillel Beishamay said to Beis Hillel Harei Shehoisach Higeres Aysumo Let's say she was lame or blind Oimrim Lo Kala Noa V'Chasuda You're going to say to her Kala Noa V'Chasuda V'Hatayra Amra Midvar Sheker Tircha You cannot lie. They retorted, Somebody who bought a deficient Mekach, a purchase that was no good, from the marketplace. Should he praise it in the eyes of the buyer or should he say that it's no good? So what exactly is the machloikas between Beishamah and Beishilol? Do Beishilol not agree to the Pasuk Medvar Sheker Tirchak? So the Ritva explains that Beishilol holds that Medvay Darkei Shalom, there's no Isser Medvar Sheker Tirchak. And that really has its roots in the Gemara in Yevamis, Daf Samachem Abayz, which says that Mutalay Lo'adam Lushanois Medvar Ashalom. That Medvay Ashalom, a person is allowed to change and deviate somewhat from the truth when he reports an event. The Gemara brings down over there the fact that even HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Mishanah B'Pnei HaSholim. Because in the story of Avram and Sarah, in the beginning of Parshas Vayera, as Rashi brings down over there, when Hashem asked Avram, why did Sarah laugh? And why did she say, Va'aniza Kanti? The truth is that she said, Va'adoini Zakin. She was referring to Avram Avinu. But Hashem didn't want to report that to Avram Avinu, so he was Mishanah B'Pnei HaSholim. And since the Gemara brings down several psukim over there, we see that even though there is a pasik, midvar shekatirchak, it's possible that Basil will agree that there's an iser dairaisa to say a lie, but from those psukim you see that whenever it involves shalom, there is no iser. However, in Meseches Kala, in the beginning of Perak Yud, you see a whole different hezbert in the Machlaikis between Beishamah and Basil. Over there it's aware that the reason of Basil 
is not because it's mutter l'shanas b'de'asholem. Rather, in this type of scenario, there is no iser midvashek etirchak l'fibe silo. And that's because the pasuk midvashek etirchak is written next to the words v'noki v'tzadik al taharoig, which means that the Meseches Kala understands that the whole iser midvashek etirchak is really directed at dayanim. Since the end of the pasuk says v'noki v'tzadik al taharoig, which is referring to dayanim, so the real tzivoy is that the Dayanim should distance themselves as much as possible from Advar Sheker in order that they shouldn't come to the Nakivit Tzadik al But for a person to stam utter a falsehood, there is no Iser Daraisa of Medvar Sheker Tirchak It's considered Amida Meguna. We all know that the Chesam Shalakarish Baruch is Emes, so a person should try as much as possible not to tell a lie. But an Iser Daraisa for a regular person, there is none. And even if there's an Isid Rabbanan involved, but when it comes to Daki Shalom, that we can understand that the Rabbanan were matir. One very nice raya to this theory is from the Gemara in Yuvamistaf Samach Gimel Amid Aleph. Over there the Gemara relates that Rav had a wife who literally made his life miserable. The Gemara darshins the Pusik of Umoitse Animarmi Mavisese Isha. Sometimes a wife could be very difficult. Now, when Rav would ask for something like lentils, she would make for him something totally different, like chimtzi, which is a type of kidneys. If he would ask for chimtzi, then she would make for him the tlufchi, which is lentils. So when Rav's son, Chia, got big, he began to notice this pattern. So if he knew that his father wanted lentils, he would go and tell his mother that he wants the kitties. So that way, she would give the opposite. When Rav found out that that's what his son was doing, he told him that you shouldn't do this. Because there's a pasig in Yirmiya, limdu l'shoinim daber shoker. Now why is it that Rav had to use that pasig, which is just a problem that you're teaching yourself to talk falsehood? Why wouldn't he say because of So you see that there is no iser in the actual uttering of a lie. It's just that you're teaching yourself falsehood and that's not a good midah. Must be like we just saw from Seches Kala that the iser of Midvash is only said to Dayan. There is a Taz in Evan Ezra Simon Samachay and the Marsha over here in the Chadush HaGadah says the same Pshat. They explain the Machlokes Beishamay and Beishil differently. They understand that Beishamay when they say Kala K'moy Shehi, it does not mean the way Rashi explains, that Lefi Yoifya V'chashivusim Mekal Sinoisa, K'moy Shehi, you're supposed to say things as they are. Rather, they understand that that is the Nusach that you're supposed to say. You're supposed to say to all Kalas, Kala K'moy Shehi, which means that this Kala, the way she is, is fine. And that's not considered a Sheker, because even if she's a Chigeres or a Suma, she has some sort of Milas in other things. And Basil also hold that when you say the Lashon of Kala Noah Vachasuda to all Kalas, there's also no Sheker, because even if she's a Chigeris or a Suma, she still has a Chut Shel Chesed in the Chassan's eyes. Because if she wouldn't have been Noitzechein by the Chassan, he never would have married her. However, Beishamai still ask Beishilol that this has a connotation of Sheker because it sounds like when you say Chasuda, you don't mean in the eyes of the Chassan. It sounds like you're saying objectively that she's Chasuda in the eyes of everybody. And you're not allowed to say words that have the connotation of Sheker. They could be taken the wrong way by people. And that's why Basil answer that everybody knows the Minika Oilam is that when somebody buys a purchase, people are Meshabechet in his eyes. So people are fully aware that when he says the word Chasuda, it means in the Chassan's eyes and not in everybody else's eyes. So it comes out that we have three ways of explaining the Machloikes Beishamah in Basil. According to the Ritva, the reason why Basil say that you're allowed to say Kala Noah even if she's not, is because you're allowed to be Mishanah Pnei Hashalom. 
according to the Meseches Kala, the reason why you're allowed to say Kala Nava Chasudah, even though she's not, is because the Isser Sheker is only an Isser that was given to Dayanim. Midvar Sheker Tirchak, in order that you shouldn't come to Venaki Vitzadik Al Taroig. And according to the Taz and the Marsha, the reason why you're allowed to say Kala Nava Chasudah is because in the eyes of the Chasan, she's a Kala Nava Chasudah. And people are aware that when you say these words, you mean in the eyes of the Chasan. The Gemara relates that Rabbi Huda Bar used to dance with the Hadas in front of the Kala, and that Rabbi Shmuel Bar Yitzchak used to dance with three branches of a Hadas, and he would juggle them. Rabbi Zeris said to him, Come michsif lan saba. You're embarrassing us. Nevertheless, the Gemara says that Kinoch Nafshe, when Rishmuel Bar Yitzchak passed away, Ifsik Amuda Denura There was a pillar of fire in the shape of a Hadas that separated between him and everybody else. Ugmiri, and we have a Kabbalah, Delay Ifsik Amuda Denura Ela Ilachad Bedara Ilatre Bedara. The only time that there's this phenomenon that Amuda Denura, a pillar of fire, separates between a, a mace and everybody else is if either if the person is one in the generation or he's one of two in the entire generation. Meaning that he's very unique and he's greater than everybody else. And the Gemara says, Reb Zeir says, Ahanya, Shutise Lissaba, Va'amrila Shtuse Lissaba, Va'amrila Shitase Lissaba. In other words, the Shmuel of Yitzchak had the special schus that there was mafsik and amuda denura between him and everybody else and showed his chashivas only because of the special custom that he had. Either it's a loshin of shutisa, which means the hadas, or it's shtuse, his behavior that seemed to have been silly for those who observed him at the time, or shitase, which means that this shita, his minag, helped him out. So why was it that Abzeira originally had opposed his behavior? I mean, after all, he's involved in the mitzvahs chasavikala. So Rashi says, because he's being mezalzel, And even though he's being involved in a mitzvah, you have to say that this is similar to other mitzvahs, that there's a p'tur of zakein ve'eno lafich voide. Zakein ve'eno lafich voide means a person who's older, and it's not lafich voide. Let's say, we have a limud that he's potter, and you have to go one step further and say that since he's potter for, from doing this mitzvah, it's also for him to be mezalzel in the chvayda Torah. That's where Reb Zeru was opposed to his behavior. Because not only a p'tur, once he has the p'tur, he's not allowed to, because he's going and being mezalzel, the covet of Talmud HaChachamim. This is actually the sheet of the Russian book, Metziya Daflamanam Beis, who says that since the Torah patterned a zakin, ve'en l'chvich v'aydai, so he's not allowed to be mezalzel in his covet and return an Aveda. And even though we have a rule, that a rav shemachal k'voydai is k'voydai machal, we could say very simply that the Rush holds like the sheet of The Ravid is brought down by the Rivash in Simon Reish Chaf, and he says that only covet the Rav is allowed to be Moichel on, meaning they want to show him covet. He's allowed to be Moichel on that covet, but he's not allowed to be Moichel on his Bezoyim. And these are two very different things. A Rav Shemachel HaKvoydei A positive covet that you want to show him because he deserves it, he's allowed to be Moichel on his covet. So he could say that I'm sitting on a regular chair just like everybody else, but he's not allowed to be Moichel on his Bezoyim. If he wants to be Noyeg with himself, in an oifen of Bezayin, he's not allowed to. So that would explain the shita of the Rosh. The problem, though, is that that makes a lot of sense why Reb Zeira had a kpeda on Reb Shmuel, because he felt Reb Shmuel should, and should not have been mevaz himself. However, at the end of the sugi, we find out that there was an Amuda Denura, so it's clear that he did the right thing. How does the Rosh understand that? 
So the Bir Halacha, in the end of Simon Reish Nun, brings down the B'Shem the Prima Godim, that the only time that the Rush says this Svara, that since the Torah parted him, therefore the Zakin is not allowed to be Mizalza and is covered, is only true by a Shavas Aveda. And the reason is because not everybody knows that he's being Oisig mitzvah. If a Zakin Ve'enel Fichvoide finds a baseball bat, on the side of the road. It may not be considered covered for that Talmud Chacham to be carrying around a baseball bat because people don't know that he's being mekayim the mitzvah of Aveda. But if it's nicker that he's doing a mitzvah and it's nicker that he's doing it for the Kvoid Hashem, then Adarab, that is his covet. As we find with David HaMelech that he danced in front of the Arain and he brings down the fact that many of the Chazal used to be Tarech themselves in the Hachanel Kvoid Shabbos and therefore, when it comes to Simchas Chosen, it's nicker that he's doing it because of the Simchas Mitzvah, then Azakin is allowed to be Mavaz himself. So now, if this is true, so what is the husband of Why did Rabzeira actually have Tainus on him? After all, we don't have the issue like we do by Aveda because people know that it was being done for Simchas Chosen. So Rabbi Hanan over here says that there's actually no Raya from the Pasuk by David or the Amiram that used to be Mavaz themselves to be making the Suda Shabbos. There's no Raya from either of those two places that whenever it's Nikr, you're allowed to be Mavaz yourself. Because he says these two cases are Ben Adam Lamakim. The case of Hashavas Aveda is Ben Adam Lachaveira. By a mitzvah shebein adam lemakim, it doesn't make sense to have a p'tur of zakim ve'enu l'fich voidoi. Because the whole idea of zakim ve'enu l'fich voidoi is that if you compare the zakim to the person that he's doing the Hashavas Aveda to, he doesn't have to lower himself to that level. Masha'enken, a mitzvah shebein adam lemakim, Rabbanu Shalom is higher than everybody. So there's no such thing as being mevazi yourself. And therefore he says, anytime that it's negeya, I mean, mitzvah shebein adam lechaveiroi, we have the Isser Lefidarosh to be Mavazi yourself. Zokin Veinu Lefichvoide is Potter, and he's not even allowed to be Mazalzal himself and to do it. The case of David Amelech and those of Iram used to prepare Shabbos is all Ben Anulamakim, and by Ben Anulamakim there is no concept of Zokin Veinu Lefichvoide. The Gemara says, Amr Bishmul Barnachmeni, Amr Abyonison, Mutterly Histakel Bifne Kala Kol Shiva, you're allowed to gaze at the face of the Kala all seven days of the Sheva Brachas, Kedela Chavava Albaila, in order to endear her to her husband. Rashi explains the Chavava, Kishiroya, if the Chosen sees Hakol Mistaklamba, he sees that everybody is looking at her, Nichnas Yoifya Beliboy, he assumes that she is beautiful because otherwise people wouldn't be looking at her. And that causes him to see her in a positive light. But, says the Gemara of Aless Hilsa this is not the halacha. You're not allowed to be mistaken with Nekala even during the Sheva Brachas. Ravi Shreinam hold that that is now an Isser across the board. It's never mutter to be mistakel b'fnei ha'kala, not on the first day and not throughout the Shivisimea Mishta. That seems to be the maskana of the Rimigash, that is the Sheet of the Rosh, and the Rabbeinu Yoyna brought down by the Sheet of Mekubetzes over here. However, the Rosh and the Tamir Rabbeinu Yoyna bring down a Yeshaimim that the first day of the Nesun it's mutter, because that's the Iker Chiv of Albaila. It's just that when we say V'les Hilchazakavasei, it's going on the fact that it said that you're allowed to do it the entire Shivasmei Amishta. That it's Les Hilchazakavasei. He's saying something very extreme that this heter b'mechav al extends throughout the Yemei Amishta. So Lugabi, that it's Les Hilchazakavasei, which means the second sheet is that you're allowed to do it during that first day. 
Other Rishonim brought down by the Rimi Gash and the Shidim Kubetzes as a Yesh Aimim, and the Rambam and the Pirish Mishnayas in Sanhedrin Perik Zayin Mishnah Dalit don't go so far as to say that the entire first day you're allowed to mistakel b'fnei akala. However, they do hold that at the time that she's Yotzis Abihinuma, which we know the Gemara explains to, to mean that round chuppah made out of hadasim or the special veil that she wears, and the minute was to be megalat panah and show her, levnei adam, to show her to the people, then you're allowed to be mistakelba. So we really have mentioned three opinions. Rabbi Shainim hold that lesser means that you're never allowed to look at her. Others hold that you're allowed to the whole first day. And others hold that you may not be allowed to the entire first day, but you're allowed to Bishashi Yatsa Bihinuma. Now it's worthwhile pointing out that although we said the Ram Pirsha Mishnayas holds the Bisha that she's Yatsa Bihinuma, then you're allowed to be Mistakaba. The Red Vaz in Chilizayin Simen Samachay says that since the Ramam only says it in Pirush Mishnayis, but he does not bring this halacha down in the Yara Chazaka, he must have been Choyzer, and therefore he paskins halacha lemaisa that you're not allowed to be mistakelba. Not even at the time of Shizyotis Behinuma. Now the Rush over here in Simen Gimel has a kasha. If you hold, the less Hilchus means that even B'Shosh Yatsubi Numa, you're not allowed to be Mistakuba, which like we said, is his Shita, and Rav Yishayim hold that way, then how do we have Edus that she was Yatsubi Numa of Erosha Parua? Who's going to be looking at her? It's Usser. So he answers that since people see the Hinuma, and they hear people saying, this is the Hinuma of Kalaplainus, that's enough for Edus. Edim have to see that she was Yatsabi Hinuma, they don't have to look at her face. As long as there's a idea, everybody knows that this is the wedding of so-and-so, that will be enough to be made later that she was Yatsabi Hinuma if they saw the Hinuma at the time. Now, Tamidir ben Yaina bring down the Ramah who gives a different terrors. He says the way that you have Edus, that she was Yatsabi Hinuma, even though it's Asr Lehistakilba, is because it's only Asr Lehistakilba, to gaze at her. But to see her, Re'iya Ba'alma, would be Mutter. And this is the opinion of the Yamsha Shloyma, Simon Gimel, as well. The Gemara brings down a b'risa. Torah Bonan, Mavir Nesameis, Melifnei Kala, Vizeh Vizeh, Melifnei Melech Yisroel. As Rashi explains, we're talking about when the Kala is going out of her father's house. Lebeis Chasunasa, she's going to her Chasana. They used to escort her. Now what happens if the procession that's escorting her meets up with the procession that's escorting a mace? So the Brisa says that the Kala's procession is supposed to continue the way it was going, and the Levaya, the funeral, is supposed to go in a different direction. So that means that the Kala takes precedence over the mace. Now what's the reason for this? Both are mitzvahs. Explains the Ramban that if you take a look in Meseches Machis, in Perik Yud Aleph, in Halacha Zayin, it says, Ameis Vakala, Shayu Mikalsin, Uboim Zekenegidze, Ma'avirin Esameis Melfnei Akala, Mepnei Shekvoid Hachai Koidim Esameisim. The covet of live people is more important than the covet of people that are already deceased. However, the Ramban asks the Stira, because over there in Perik Yud Beis, in Meseches Machis, in Halacha Hei, it says, The Chsidim Rishonim Hayim Akdimim Lebeis Ha'ovel, Milobeis Ha'mishta, if they had a choice whether to go to a Beis Ha'mishta or a Beis they would go rather to obey Ha'avol, as it says in the Pasuk of Kehelis, it's brought down over there, And the Rabban is actually goyris over there, in Meseches Machis, Beis Ha'avol, Beis Ha'mishta, Beis Ha'avol Koydem. 
And the girsa that we have is Lobesa Ava, Lobesa Mishta, Besa Mishta Koidim. So according to our girsa, it's only the Chsidim Harishonim would be Makdim and Lobesa Ava. But according to Ramban's girsa, that's the din. The din is that when you're faced with a choice between Besa Ava and Besa Mishta, you're supposed to go to a Besa Ava. So why is it that over there we see that when you're faced with a choice between the two, Besa Ava takes precedence, and when the two meet up with each other, so we're Mavir and Sameis Akala. And the Rabban actually says that that halacha of being mavir and sameis akala is not only when they meet up with each other in the street, but it's also negeya if the city only has enough money to finance one of the two, you spend it on achnosis kala as opposed to kvur sameis. Answers the Ramban. Hahi lav v'shas achnosis kala l'chopa elakol shiva. The one in Perak Yudbeis that said that it's the Mace who takes precedence is not talking about the question of Achnoses Kala versus Kfuris Hames. It's not talking about the time that you're being Machnes the Kala Luchupa. Rather, it's talking about the rest of the week. Call Shiva. During the Shiva Simea Mishta, if you have a choice between being Sameach, the Chasim Vikala, or going to a Besa Avel, Besa Avel comes first. Masha'en Kain, at the time of Achnoses Kala, if you're faced with a choice between Hachnosis Kala and Kvuris Hames, Hachnosis Kala comes first. What's the Hezber in this Chilik? So the Ritva understands, Bidasa Ramban, that the Chilik between the two cases is whether you're focused on the covet of the Mace himself or of the Avel. Because in the Mesechus Machas in Perik Yud Aleph, where it says that the Kala takes precedence, is talking about Mavirin Esa Mace, Milufnea Kala, like we learned in our Gemara. And the Mesechus Machas speaks it out very clearly. It says, Mepnei Shekvoid HaChai, comes before Kavod So when it's a question of Achnasas Kala and Kvuras Ames, since Kvuras Ames is a mitzvah that's being done with a dead person, and Achnasas Kala is a mitzvah that's being done with a live person, the live people come before dead people. Masha'en Ken Eperik Yud Beis, we're discussing about going to a Beis Ha'avil or going to a Beis Ha'mishta. Now there, the mitzvah you're being Mekayim is Nicham Avelim. It's for the Kvod HaChai, for the Avil who's sitting Shiva on the deceased. It's not because you're co- going to show covet to the deceased. So there we don't have the factor of hachai koidem esameis, and we also have the pasuk that says toiv loleches el beis avol milaches el beis hamishta. Therefore, the beis avol takes precedence. So that's how the Ritva understands the Ramban. Not that the Ramban is being mechalik between hachnosas hakala and the rest of the seven days. That's not really the main chilik. The chilik is that in the first case, what it's coming in conflict with is Kvayt HaMais because we're dealing with Kvuras HaMais. And in the second case, it's coming in conflict with Kvayt HaChai because we're dealing with Nicham HaVelub. However, from the Lashon of the Ramban, there is a slightly different mashmos because the Ramban says, Ahi kalo shiva. He says the second case is not talking about the Achnoses Kala Luchupa, we're talking about the rest of the Yemei HaMishta. And over there, Avras HaOvel Koydem L'Achilas Beis HaMishta. The Suda of the Avil comes before the Achilles Beis Hamishta, Af al Pi Shabazet Ubazet Mitzvah Lisamech Chasim Vikala, Ulevarech Len Sheish, even though even during the Shivas Beis Hamishta there's a Mitzvah Misamech the Chasim Vikala, and the Shazu Shal Avil Kaidemis. So from the Lushan it's Mashma that he has another Chilik, not just the Chilik between Kavura Sames and Nicham Avelim, rather a Chilik between Hachnosis Kala and being Misamech Chasim Vikala. During the Shasach Nasus Kal Luchupa, there's a special din. Now, what is that special din? And why does that din take precedence over the Tzorche Hames? So we could say very simply by being Medayik from the Lashon of the, the Mesechah Smachis, Mavirnes Hames, Melifnei Akala, Mepnei Shekvoid Hachai, Koidim Es 
you see from the Lushin that there's another added element. It's not only the halacha to be misameach the kala, there's even a halacha of kvoid hachai. That means that there's a din to show covet. Part of the procession of achnosis kala is being mechabed her. And since part of that din is to be mechabed her, and the kavod of the chai takes precedence over the kavod of a mace, therefore we're mavirin as hamais b'lefnei akala. Masha'enkein, during the rest of the Shavis Me'amishta, the halacha is not necessarily halacha of kavod, rather it's halacha just to be misameach. Since it's only halacha b'misameach, we compare that to the din of avil, so avil takes precedence because of the pasuk in Kehelis. Where does this din, covet come from? That we could say very simply. We know the picture of Belezer says that a chassan is doim a melech. A melech, there's a din to be mechabed him. And as we see in the very next piece in the Mesechus Machas, which is also brought down in our Gemara, Agrippus HaMelech, over lefnei akala, v'shibchu chachomim, Agrippus HaMelech allowed for the kala to go before him. And they mishabeach him. Omrule, they said to him, Mara Isa, what did you see? How, why was it that you decided to do this? I get my crown every day. This girl, the Kala, only has her Keser one shah during the time of Achnas's Kala So you see that the issue for which we're showing covet is the Keser, is the fact that she is similar to a Malka. So that explains why we're showing her covet. And once we know that it's an Indian of covet, as you see also Beferish from the Lushen of like we explained. So it's Pasha why over here, her din comes before the din of the mace, whereas the rest of Shishma Mishta, where it's after the Shah Achas, there's no longer the time of being Neutel, the Keser. Now it's just an Indian of being Misameach, the two. So when you're faced with a choice between Misameach them or going to the Beis Avil, so the Pasukin Kalis tells us that Beis Avil takes precedence. Now the Shita Sarambam in Perik Yudalid Hilchas Avil Halachaches is Mishahaya Lefun of Meis Vikala. If someone had in front of him a mace and a kala, now this sounds like it's Bishasach Nasasa Lechupa, because otherwise it would talk about it in terms of Beis Hamishta. That's how we refer to the Shivasimei Hamishta, and we discuss the Chasan Vichala. Now we're talking about mace and a kala, so we're clearly talking about Shasach Nasasa Lechupa, and yet the Rambam says Meniach Es Hakala Umis Asik Im Hamais. So whereas the Ramban holds that at that stage, when it's the kala takes precedence over the mace, the Ramam is telling us that Nevertheless, in the very same halacha, he says, If they met up with each other on the road, so we see that even though the Ramban holds that the halacha, that a kala takes precedence over a mace, is true, both legabe, who goes first in, in terms of their processions, and also legabe financing their needs, the Ramam argues in that. He holds that our Gemara that says that the kala takes precedence is only legabe the procession. And this is the understanding that the Lechemishta and the Bach have in the Shittas Rambam. And they explain that when the two meet in the street, then it's a question of Kavit. And we explained before that the only time that the kala takes precedence over the mace is where it's negea covet, because the covet of the chai comes before the covet of the mace. And that's the lashon of the lechemishna. The yesh lechalik, the shiny hasam, the taima mishum covet hu, mi yelech rishoyna, who should go first? The kivin shekein roi lahaktim akala, you should let the kala go first, the yikra dechaye adif, the covet of the, of the live person is greater. 
When it's Negea spending money or being misasik with their needs, it's more roi lasik bimitzvah hameis mimitzvah hakala. As we saw, that when it's Negea, the Shivasimeh Mishta, you're supposed to give precedence to the Besa Avil over the Besa Mishta. And the Ramban holds that a person making a choice between being misasik with Achnosis Kala or being misasik with Kvuris Hameis is not called showing covered to the mace more than the kala. The only time that the covet issue arises is when the two of them meet together and you have to practically show covet to one over the other. So if you would let the mace procession go first, you're compromising the covet of the kala. Masha'enkain, if you're being misasek in the tzrachim of the mace as opposed to the tzrachim of the kala, you're not necessarily compromising her covet. Somebody else would be misasek in her tzrachim. For you, it's a bigger mitzvah to be misasek in the mace's tzrachim over the kala's tzrachim. So in terms of the two mitzvahs, kavuras hamais, says the Ramam, is a greater mitzvah than hachnos's kala. But when the two processions meet up with each other, then it's an issue of whose covet takes precedence. You give precedence to the covet of the Chai. This is how the Lecha Mishnah and the Bach understand. Although the Prisha learns the Ramam totally differently. He learns that the Ramam holds that across the board, the mace comes before the Kala. And he has a very innovative way of reading the end of the Rambam. He understands that the Rambam says, Ma'avirin es ha-Kala. It does not mean that you move the mace away so that the Kala can go. It means the opposite. Ma'avirin es ha-Mace kala means you give precedence, like Loshen of Makdimim. Ma'avirin, the word over lasiyosin means to put before. So essentially what it means to say is that makdimim esames milifnei hakala. So it comes out that according to the Ramban, hachnosis kala always takes precedence over kvuras hames. Bain le'inyin, the processions when they meet each other. And bain le'inyin, the askus in one over the other or spending money of one over the other. The only time that we say that mace takes precedence over a kala is not at the time of the hachnosis kala or the kvuras hames. Rather, it's during the shivis mishta. It's better to go to a base oval. According to the Ritva, the reason for that is because a base oval is kvayt as opposed to Kvuras Hameis, which is Kvayt Hameis. And according to the way that we were Medayik from the Loshan of the Ramban, and we saw in the Loshan of the Meseches Machis, it's because during the Shivas Yamei Mishta there is no Indian of Kavod, so it's not a question of the Kavod Achai versus the Kvayt Hameis. Masha'enkain, during the procession, it's a time of Achnasas Kala, it's the time of the Keser, of the Kavod, and therefore Kvayt Achai takes precedence over Kvayt Hameis. Lufi, the Rambam, it depends. If you're going to learn like the Prisha, then the Halacha is that Kvayt Kvayt HaMais always takes precedence over Kvayt HaChai. Of course, it's Tzarech Ian from the Lushen of the Meseches Machis. But the way the preacher is learning, Ma'avirin means that the Mace takes precedence, and therefore, just like the Zalacha to go to Abesa Avil as opposed to Abesa Mishta, you also give preference to the Mace over the Chai in every aspect. Masha'enkin, according to the Lecha Mishta and the Bach, we do give preference to the Kala over the mace because she's the live one and the mace is not. And in that respect, he's just like the Shita Saramban. The only area in which he argues with the Ramban is Ligabe, whether the person should be misasik with the Kala as opposed to the mace. The Ramam holds that the person should be misasik with the mace because that's a greater mitzvah. And he doesn't see that as compromising the covet of the Kala. Whereas the Ramban holds that since the din is built on the need to give kavod to the kala, so even legabe doing misasik, you're supposed to be misasik with kavod hamchai over kavod hamis.
on the Brisa that said that our group Samelech, when he was of our Milifnei Kala, Shibchu Chachamim, the Chachamim praised him. The Gemara says, Shibchu Mechlal the Shaper of it. You see that he obviously was doing the right thing. Even according to Mandiyamar, that a Nasi is allowed to be Mechlal and is covered, but Melech Shemachal Kvoide ain't Kvoide Mechlal. If the Melech was Mechlal and is covered, his covered is not Mechlal. You still have to show him covered. The Amar Mar, Soim Tosim Alecha Melech, Shetehe a Mosay Alecha. Rashi explains we learn from the Kvelus Aloshin. It says Soim Tosim. That means Simois Harbe. Kaloimar Shetehe a Mosay Alehem. Which means Ilkach Enk Vade Mochel. Shalifikach Riba Kosif Simois Harbe. Even though you were Mechabed him once and he was Mochel on that covet, you have to continue to put another Din covet on him. You have to remain in the state of Emosay Alecha. It's like a lot of times where the Gemara Darshans from a Kvil Saloshin, Afilo Mea Pa'amim, Hoshev Teshivim, Afilo Mea Pa'amim. If the guy keeps on losing Naveda, you have to continue to return it to him. So it sounds like that we're saying over here the same thing. Sima Yisharbe, even if he was Moichel, you have to continue to be Mechabit him. Because the Torah is Machbet on the result of Shetehei Emosay Alecha. Now the question we have to ask on this is that the Gemara makes it sound like since there's a halacha of Shetehei Mosei Alecha, therefore we're asking that Agrippus was love shopper of it. He didn't do the right thing by allowing the Kala to go first. Now the question is that Enochinami, we have a din to continue being Mechabed him even after he's Moichel and is covered. So the fact that he was Moichel and is covered doesn't help. I have to continue being Mechabed him. But where do we find that the, there's an Isra on the Melech himself to be Moichel and is covered? Why is the Gemara claiming that it's Lav Shaper of it? He could do what he wants. He doesn't have the Chiyuv to put his Ema on us. We have a din. Soim Tosim Alecha Melech. This kasha is asked by the Talbinur ben Yoyna brought down by the Shittim Kubetzes. And he basically says that still there's a halacha that the king shouldn't do things in a way that he's going to be machshil others in falling short of their chiv to be mechabed him. So if he is moichel on his covet, they may end up not being mechabed him the way that they should. So that is the teretz of the Rabbeinu Yoyna. There's another teretz that you see from Toisvis in Sanhedrin, Dafyotesim et Aleph, in Diber Maschel Yanai. From Toisvis over there, it's Mavur, that the reason why the Melech Shemochal Kvoide ain't Kvoide Mochel is not a product of our halacha to constantly be mechabed him. That we have to keep on Simois Harbe, we have to keep on being mechabed him. Rather, it's because it's impossible for him to be Mochel his covet. Because Toisvis over there is being mechabed between the covet of a Tamar Chachem. Where you see that he's able to be Mechel in his covet, and a Melech who can't be Mechel in his covet. He says because of Tamar Chacham, it's his Torah, Teirasi delay. So he can be Mechel on his own covet. Mashain came the Melech, the Din to be Mechabed him, his covet comes from Hashem. And he has no right to be Mafkia, the Mitzvah's Hamakim. So it's not his to be Mechel. Now according to Toysvis, it's very simple why the Gemara here is asking, Lav Shapir Ovid. He didn't do the right thing because it's not up to him to be Mechel his covet. So according to the Rabbeinu Yana, the reason why it was Lav Shapir Ovid is because he's being Machshul us in not being Mechabed him. The reason why it's ineffective when he's Mechel is because of our din. We have to constantly be Mechabed him. Asha'enkin, according to Toysvis, the reason why it's Lav Shaper of it is because he has no right to be Moichel on his own covet. Because the covet is not his to be Moichel. It's the covet Hamakim. It comes out according to Titus in Sanhedrin, the Makar that Melech Shemochel Kvoidoi, Enk Kvoidoi Mochel, is not from the Pasik of Soim Tosim Olecha Melech. It's not like the Rabbeinu is understanding that the Pasik is Gufa being Mechadishmi if you constantly be Mechabed him, and that's how we see that it's not Kvoidoi Mochel. Rather, it's from the very fact that the Torah gave a mitzvah to be Mechabed him, we see that it's not his covet to be Mechel, and therefore it's naturally understood that Enk Kvoidoi Mochel, because it's not really his covet to be Mechel on. 
Now, Toysvis over here in Dibra Maschil, Melech Shemochal Kvoide and Kvoide Mochal, say as follows. They say, Afagad Loihoya Melech Gomor, Kirimash Be'ilon Emorim, even though Agrippas was not a Melech Gomor, as is Mashma in the Gomorrah site in Perak Eilon Emorim, Mikomokam Hoyu Noyege Boy Kavoid, Kimelech Gomor. They were Noyeg with him covered like a Melech Gomor. Now, what Toysvis is referring to is the Mishnah in Soit, Dafim Alpham at Aleph. It says that Agrippas HaMelech, when he would get to the Pasuk, he was laning Mishnah Torah, as is the Din, in Hakel, in the Sukkot that follows Shemitah. And when he got to the Pasuk, in the Pashas HaMelech, that says, He began to cry, because this Pasuk seems to puzzle him to be the Melech. And the Chachamim answered him, Don't be afraid, you're our brother. The Bryce over there, Nafim Alfma Beis, brings down the Ba'isishon is Chaivu Seinem Shal Yisrael Kaloya Sheikh Nifuloyla Agrippas. It was wrong of them to have been Machnif Agrippas the way that they did. So you see that they did Shaloy Kedin because he was really not supposed to be the Melech. Agrippas was from the Tzetzoyim of Hordis who was an Eved. Now there's Machlekes, Rashi, and Toysis over there. Rashi over there explains that he was not really Puzzle Menat Torah to be the Melech. Because Rashi explains that his mother was from Yisrael. That's what they said, Achinu Atta, you're our mother, She'imoy mi Yisrael. Since his mother is from Yisrael, so we're Mekayim, the din of Mekerev Achecha, Tosim Alecha Melech. Because he's considered Mekerev Achecha, he's a Jew. It's just that Rashi understands that he wasn't Roy Lamalchus because in Eved, who's from the Tetzoyim, of Hordis, it's Zilobay Milsa, it's not Bakavadik, it's not preferable for somebody who comes from Avadim to be appointed as the Melech. So from Rashi, it's Mashmah that it's only a Psul Midrabana. Rashi's Lashin is Afal Gav the Imam Yisrael, Ain Roy Lamalchus de Eved Hoya, Vizila Milsa. So it's clear that he doesn't see it as being a Psul that the Torah said. Otherwise he would have said he's not considered Mikarev Achecha. He holds that it's Mikarev Achecha, but it's Zila Milsa. However, Toysfis over there, in Dibra Maschil, Oisei Hayoim, says, V'dover tamu eloimer, im hoya roi min ha-toira, kivin di imo yhoisem Yisrael, el mishum de zila milse k'moy shepirish Rashi, she yischaivu al chanufa mu etes k'zois oinish gadol. He says, we know many people died that day because of this chet of chanifa. Now, if it's the way Rashi explains, that min ha-toira, he was kosher to be a melech, and it's just because it was zila milse, why would that be such worthy of such a punishment? Therefore, Toysfis learns that the psul was a psul da erais, as Tysus over there explains that even though we find Ligabe other positions of Sarara, that as long as somebody's Imoy Mi Yisrael, then you're Mekayim the Din of Mikar Vachecha, but Ligabe Melech, Chazar Vishana Olav Mikar Vachecha, Tosmolecha Melech, the Kapit Krab Gabi Melech, Achihei Mamish Mikarev, Mimutza Me Avevi Imoy Mi Yisrael. Which means, Legabe, other positions, we have the requirement that he has to be Mikarev Achecha, like Rashi understands. And if his mother's Mi Yisrael, then it's good enough. By a Melech, the Torah repeats itself, and it seems that there's a Kepeda, not only that he be somebody from Yisrael, he has to be Mikarev Achecha. Which means, both from his father and his mother, he has to be Mi Yisrael. And that was a real Hanufa then, because he was being Moilech Shaloi Kedin. Now we have to ask the following question. What happens if a person is not Roy to be the Melech, but they made him into the Melech anyway, or he became the Melech? Does he get Dinam of a Melech? The Parsha is said for somebody who's in the position of Melech. So let's say they did Shaloi Kedin and made him into a Melech. Does he get those Dinam or not? Is the Pshat that you're just not allowed to be Mamlechim, but once you gave him the, the Din Melech, he gets the Dinam of a Melech? Or even B'diyevet, he doesn't get the Din of a Melech. This seems to be a machlekes. The Ritva in our sugya is mavur like the first tzad. That even though you're not supposed to make him the melech, but once you do, he gets dine melech. Because Lashon of the Ritva is, 
Pirish Ri, the Afagav Shloi Hoya Melech Kedin, even though he was not a Melech Kedin, Kiriisa Besoita, like the Gemara says over there in Soita, Mikamakam Kivan Shemolach Noyagimboy Kavoid Kemelech. It sounds like Meikara Din Noyagimboy. You're supposed to be Noyag Kavoid Kemelech. However, the Lashon of our Toysfis is not like that, because Toysfis says, Afagav Loi Hoya Melech Gomor, Kiramash Be'elon Emorim, Mikamakam Hoyu Noyagimboy Kavoid Kemelech Gomor. They were Noyag with him covered like a Melech Gomor. According to the it says that even though he was not a melech, noyagim boy covered. Sounds like noyagim boy. You're supposed to be noyag with him covered. Toysfus's lotion is that even though he was not a melech gomer, hoyu noyagim boy covered kemelech gomer. Which is much more that there's no din to give him the covered. It's just that that's how they were noyag with him. This diak is a diak of Rabbi Chanan in the Kovit Shurim in Baba Basra Ois Chav Gimel. He brings a lotion of the Gemara over there that says, Hai Lav Melechu, which is going on Hordas, who was an Eved. And he says, Mikan Mashra for the Gemara over there, it's Mashra, the Hod to be in a Mikar Vachecha, the Din Mikar Vachecha is Likuva, Gamba the Eved. In this manner, the Melech, if you made him into the king, aim like Din Melech. Since it says Mikar Vachecha, I tell you, to be Mamanim Dafka Mikar Vachecha, if they were over on that and they were Mamanim Melech, not Mikar Vachecha, he does not have Din Melech. But then he brings the Ritva that we just mentioned. And he says, from the Ritva, you see that once your Mamlechim Shaloi Kedin, he becomes comes a melech and he has Dine melech. As we're saying from Toysfus, it's mashma, not like that, because Toysfus' lashon is not noyagim boy kavi kemelech, the imuchuyev, like Rabbi Chonitz Miyadaik from the Ritva, rather lashon of Toysfus is hoyu noyagim boy kavi kemelech gomer, which sounds like it was their decision. However, that is now problematic, because if we say that even B'diyavid, he didn't have a din of a melech, and it was just their decision, like it's mash from Toysfus, then why do we discuss at all melech shemachal kavoidoi, kavoidoi mochal, or en kavoidoi mochal? And how could the Gemara ask that he did shaloi kedin? And why would the Chachamim mishabeach him? That would make sense only if the person is a Melech Gomer. This is a kasha that the Hafla asks over here on Toysvis. The Chsam Soifer actually answers that what Toysvis means to say is that since we see in the Gemara in Soita that they did Hanifa and they claimed when they were talking to Agrippas that he is a Melech Gomer, so it wouldn't make sense for them now to be mishabeach him when he acted in a way that's not in accordance with Dine Melech. So you can't say that they were Meshabeachim, says Lachsam Soifer, because he wasn't really a Melech. It has to be that they were Meshabeachim, despite the fact that they treated him with all Dine Melech for allowing the Kala to go first. So there had to have been a different reason other than his not being a real Melech. On Kopanam, we seem to have a Machloikas over here in Rebuchanan's Chakira. Whether when you make somebody a Melech, Shaloikadin, does he get Dine Melech or not? From the Hafla, it's mashma that the machloikes is totally on the machloikes between Rashi and Toysfis that we mentioned earlier. Lefi Rashi, we said that Agrippas did not have a psul midairaisa because his mother was Mi'israel and therefore the psul is only a psul derabonet. However, Lefi Toysfis in Soita, it's mevur, that there was a psul derabonet because the Torah requires his father and mother being Mi'israel. Says the Hafla, if it's a Psul Daraisa, we paskin like Rava in Tmura Daf Dalet who holds called Milsa, the Amr Achmona, Loi Savid, E Ovid Loi Mahani. Anything that the Torah tells you not to do, if you do, it's ineffective. So if the Torah tells you, don't be Mamana a king whose father and mother is not from Yisrael, then if you are Mamana him, then it won't be effective and he won't have a Dine Melech. However, according to Rashi, that the Psul is only a Psul Darabanan, so it could be that the Evid, he would have a Dine Melech. And with this, the Hafla is also Miyashiv, the Stira, from our Sugya to the Sugya in Babasra. He mentioned the Sugya of Babasra is Mashma, that Hordas didn't even have a din of a Melech at all. 
And over here, Lefidur Atva, it's mashma that he did have a din of a melech. The teretz is because Hurdis was not even Imam Yisrael. Since he wasn't even Imam Yisrael, he had Absul Dairaisa, which then Rashi, according to the flow, would agree that Bepri Ebed, he doesn't have a din of a melech. Masha ain't can whose mother was from Yisrael, so Lefi Rashi, he could be a melech Medairaisa. So there's no din of the Avad Mahani, so Bri Ebed, he became a melech. And therefore, we have to treat him with Dine Melech. So it comes out that the Aflo is learning that the Chakir of Rebbe whether when you are Memana somebody, Shaloi Kedin, as a Melech, will be dependent if his Din is a Din Raisa or Drabonin. If the reason why you're not supposed to be Memana him is Din Raisa, he will not become a Melech even by the because he of it Loi Mahani. And if it's a Din Drabonin, then he would become a Melech. The Gemara brings down a Braisa, Tan Rabbanim Mevatlin Talmud Torah, Lohitzas Hameis Olachnosis Kala. Amru Allah Vah Rabbi Yehuda Brabi Loi, Shahim Mevatl Talmud Torah, Lohitzas Hameis Olachnosis Kala. Then the Braisa qualifies the statement, Medvar Mamurim Kishain Imai Kol Tsarkai. The only time that your Mevatl Torah is when the mace doesn't have Kol Tsarkai, which the Gemara explains with various shitas. Now, Rabbi Chonor over here in the Kovich Yurim asks a very simple question. What's the Chiddush that Haitzas Hamez and Achnosis Kala, your Mevatl Torah, more than any other mitzvah? The Gemara Ma'ikot and Daftesma Beis says that a mitzvah she'i'ef she'lasas al yidea cherem, your Mevatl Talmud Torah, any mitzvah. And a mitzvah that's efshelas al-yedeachem, you're not mevatel Talmud Torah. So Rabbi Hanan answers that really the Chiddush over here is in the second part of the Brisa. That if he has called Tzorka, you're not mevatel Talmud Torah. Because I would have said that even if he has called Tzorka, you still can be mevatel Talmud Torah because it still adds to the mitzvah. Every extra person that's there brings more covet to the mace. In Kamash Balan, since the Ikara mitzvah, it's efshel kam al-yedeacherem. So you're not mevatel Talmud Torah, bishvil riboy ha-mitzvah. Now the Rosh and the Shindu Kubet says, bring a machlegs rishonim, if this din of mevatlim tamater loitzas hamez, and lachnas is kala, is it a choiva or a rishos? Are you mechuyit to mevatl tamater or is it just that you have permission, you're allowed to mevatl tamater for these things? Now we have to ask the obvious question, why is it different than any other mitzvah, that it's ef shalas al-yedeacherim, there there's a choiva to be mevatl tamater. So it would seem that the reason for this is, that since the etam akvura, the mitzvah itself, you have enough people to be oisik in. Hachnas is kala, if you have enough people to be oisik in the actual mitzvah. So in those cases, you don't have a chiyuv to be mevatel tamotari, because the mitzvah will be taken care of. It's just like we said, every person that's there adds covet. So since it's not the ikra mitzvah, it's only teisefes ha-mitzvah, those who shenem hold that there's no chiyuv to be mevatel tamotari, it's only a rishus. Meaning it's not a mitzvah chiyuvis, but it's a mitzvah kiyumis. And it's not like a mitzvah she'efshed l'asasalideacherim either, since this teisefes can't be done through other people. Because every person that's there is adding more to the covet. Now, if you learn like these Rishonim, the way we're explaining, then you can answer Rebuchanan's kasha very easily. Rebuchanan asks, what's the Chiddush? Mivatlan Talmud Torah. If it's an, a mitzvah she we know you're not allowed to be mevatel talmud Torah. And if it's a mitzvah she every mitzvah you're allowed to be mevatel talmud Torah for. So according to Rishonim that hold that it's a rishus, it's very simple. Here we have a special chiddush that although it's not considered a mitzvah she you're not mechuyiv to do it, but since the Teisefes mitzvah is not you at least have the Rishus. And according to the Rishonim, we hold that there's a Chiyuv, then we could say also that that's the special Chiddush over here, since we're only talking about a Teisefes, and those Rishonim hold that even this Teisefes is a Chiyuv. Now Teisefes in Dibar Maschim of Atlan Talmud Torah, Loitzah Sameis, brings down Akasha. 
Kiva brings down a story. He says, when I started being Mishamish Talmud Chachamim, one time I was walking on the road and I found a mace mitzvah. And I took him for four mil until I brought him to a base Akvaris and I buried him there. When I came and I told her, Belezer and Bishu, what I did, they told me that on each Pesia, every step that I took, Ki'ilu Shafachta Damnaki, it's as if you spilled innocent blood. Toysvis in their Kasha is assuming that the reason why it's Ki'ilu Shafachta Damnaki is because he should have been learning, because it's Bittal Taira. So Toysvis is asking, if that's considered Bittal Taira, then why do we learn in our Sugya that Mevatlan Tamot Taira Lehitzos Hamez? Answers Toysvis to Terutzim. One Teretz Toysis says, Since it was a Mace Mitzvah, you should have buried him right where you found him. Toysis brings another Teretz. Really, your Mevatlan Talmud Torah lets us a Mace. But Shemesh Talmud Chachamim is greater than Limra Torah. So there seems to be a Machlekes here between the two Terutzim and Toysis. According to the first Teretz, he should have buried him right where he was, and therefore there was no point in taking him all the way to the Beis HaKvaris. According to the second Teretz, there was a point in taking him to the Beis HaKvaris, it's just that he shouldn't have been Mavatal from Shemesh Tamir Chachamim. What's the Hezber and the Machloikas between the two Terutzim and Toisfis? So the Hafla over here and the Chazanish in Bavakama Simen Yudches both explain that there's a fundamental Machloikas between the two Terutzim and Toisfis in the gather of the Din of Meis Mitzvah Konamukoymoy. According to the first Teretz and Toysvis, it's obvious that they understand that the din of mace mitzvah kona mekoymoy is halacha, that it's usher to take the mace to a base akvaris. Kona mekoymoy means that you're mechuyiv l'chatchila to bury him dafka in the place where you found him. And that's why they told him, kilu shafachta dam noki, it was the avla that you did by burying him not in the place where you found him. However, they understand that the Rimekorvil argues in this and understands that the special takana, which is takana si Yeshua, who says mace mitzvah kona mekoymoy, does not mean that you have to dafka bury him in the place where you found Found him. Meis mitzvah konim just means that the owner of the place, the balasade in which the mace was found, has no right to be meinea them from burying him in his field. He can't be moicha. He can't complain. If somebody went ahead and buried him in his field, he has no rights to stop him. But that doesn't mean that it's not better to bring him to Beis Akvaris. They say that the Rimukovil holds that it's more covered a mace to take him to Beis Akvaris. And therefore the Rima Kurvil understands that it's impossible to explain that what Rebbe Lezer and Rebbe Yeshua were telling Rebbe Kiva was that you were Kielu Shafachta Damnaki for bringing him to Beis HaKvaris. It's fine to bring him to Beis HaKvaris. That's why he has to be Mamti, another Teretz, that the reason why they said that Kielu Shafachta Damnaki was only because he was Nizbatel from Shemesh Tomir And you actually see this in the Shittim Kubetzes, because Shittim Kubetzes first brings down the Teretz of Toisfis, that the reason why it was Ki'ilu Shafach Damnaki is because he didn't take him and bury him in the place where he found him. And he asks Akashi, he says, I don't understand. I, we know that Mates Mitzvah but it doesn't mean that you can't bury him someplace else. And then he brings down the second Teretz in Toisfis. So you see that this is Gufa, the Shoirish, and the Machloikas between the two Terutzim and Toisfis. And the mission that says, The Gemara says, Why doesn't it say, Why is that a better case? Tysus explains, because that case is a bari bari. The case in the Mishnah, 
could be a Bari Vishema because he doesn't know what happened with his father. The problem with this, though, is that Toysvis on the Tesvav Mebez, which we mentioned there, is Mavur that even in that case, he's a Bari because the guy's being Teveah him and he's saying that this was my father. So if he's being Teveah him, then obviously it's a Bari you Bari. The Marsha answers that the Gemara's Kasha is that it shouldn't have said a case of Shalavicha Haisa where you could make a mistake and think that he's not being Teveah him and that he's not a Bari. It should ra- rather have said a case where it's clear that it's a Bari you Bari. Such as the case where he said, Sadazu you have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.